0: Welcome to this edition of the Louisville Luxury Homes Podcast Series brought to you by John Mann and Jake Tidmore, both with Linehan Sotheby's International Realty. Today we have Jake in the studio. Jake, good to see you. How are
1: you? Doing well, Greg. Thanks for having me.
0: My pleasure. So I I wanted to talk about home renovation today and how that works into people's mindset when they're buying a home and how an agent can be of value if they are. And I'm hoping you're the man to talk to.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Greg. Um, I think it uh, it varies with... uh, with buyers, depending on what they're looking for, I think especially you know nowadays after the recession, folks are looking for value. Uh, and so our role as a realtor has changed slightly. Um, I think you know, I take pride in searching and finding value in property and, and finding an opportunity for buyers to come in, do some work. Maybe it's just light cosmetic, maybe it's full rehabs uh, where they can, they can find a property, customize the property, um, and have equity there.
0: So are you trying to think ahead of what your clients might want or you're talking to them about what they really do want and then you need to find the home that doesn't have exactly – do you work it backwards, I guess, to find out what's missing but has potential? Is that what you're trying to do?
1: I think it depends. Uh, It depends on the buyer. It depends on, you know, what their goal is. Um, Really, across the board, it's, you know, finding – I think the most important thing is finding the location that the buyer is going to be comfortable with. And then finding the right price point and then also not giving them a project that is going to be over their heads where they come in, you know, there may be value there on the front end. But then, you know, understanding your client, understanding what they're capable of, giving them a project that they can add value to and not, you know, get upside down because it's easy to do. You know, there's. Finding value, um, you can get in over your head pretty quickly.
0: You mean by spending too much on new kitchens or bathrooms or something when you buy a house, is that what you're talking about?
1: Exactly, yeah, I think it depends. It depends on the investor or the buyer. If it's somebody that's been around the block, it's not a rookie investor, then, you know, then you can throw them, you know, you can give them a little bit more, you know, and there's a little more opportunity there to add value. And a large rehab is not going to scare them off. But for maybe a first-time homebuyer who is just nervous given, you know, what happened in the recession, and they're just looking to – you know, clean up a house, do some cosmetics, but want to be on the right side of things uh, when it comes time to sell the property, then it's it's more important about finding them the right property where they can, you know, maybe do kitchen, cabinets, countertops, floors, you know, not get too invasive, not change the structure of the house, um, something that they can, they can handle.
0: Okay. So if we're talking more about single family residential sales and not so much about investment properties, and, and my guess is that you would look very differently depending on what kind of client you have, but if we're talking about it, just one home at a time kind of deal, what is the an agent's role in your mind? What's a realtor's role in helping that client You know, after they close on the house? How do you help going forward? I mean, is there a role for a realtor uh, if, if they want some work to do?
1: Yeah, well, I think initially the role is obviously to find them the right property and then A lot of times the financing can be tricky on properties. so if if it's cash, obviously that makes things easier. Uh, But a lot of times folks take advantage of the relationships we have with lenders in town and going about finding the right financing, whether it's a construction loan or whatever it is. Uh, Obviously at that point, once they close on the property, we find them the right house, we close on it um it's about being there for those folks if it's a buyer who's living in the property for a couple years or however long and then is going to sell it um at some point then i think that role diminishes slightly um i think it's helpful to be there for them in terms of offering up subcontractors and coming in throughout the process and helping them decide what's actually adding value um if they're overdoing it, if they're doing too much, that they're not going to get that value back out. But I think the role changes depending on who who it is. If it's, if it's an investor who is going to, you know, it's going to be a three, four month project or less, and they're going to relist the property immediately for a profit, uh, then we're a lot more Involved, you know, we'll probably in my experience. I'll I will go to the property one two times a week To check on subcontractors to check to make sure the finishes are right to check to make sure the layouts right uh, To make sure he's going to get the investor he or she whoever it may be is going to get top dollar in term on the resale
0: So even after you've closed on the house someone's using your expertise your mm-hmm. years in the market to know what State the market's currently in like what what is selling Um So, like you said, they don't get in. Uh, A lot of people like to spend a lot of money in kitchens, right? And you can overspend, like you said, in a hurry. So part of your expertise is to say, you know, are you going to live here 10 years? Then knock yourself out, put the kitchen in you want. But if you're going to flip this in, like you were saying, a couple months, is that kind of what you're talking about as your role as a, a real estate agent after it's closed? So it kind of breaks up into two parts, right? How do I help someone before it closes? And then if they're doing a renovation,
1: is that kind of a separate function for you to a certain extent i mean at that point it, it really you know and, and throughout the process we develop relationships with these folks and becomes friends and so i'll get calls all the time whether it's right after they close or six months after they close asking me questions about you know where they are in the rehab uh, what needs to be done a lot of times if it's you know an owner occupant i will pull comps before obviously they purchased the property and then during uh the renovation to kind of show them what's happened in the area what people what finishes people are going with uh, it's especially helpful to find other property in the area that is sold at a value where an investor you know maybe a very savvy investor has come in bought the property uh, and to see the kind of finishes and the kind of money they're spending on the property to kind of give the owner occupant you know, a benchmark on what they can do, um, you know, ideally, optimally to get the best return when it's time to sell, whether that's in two years, five years, 10 years, um, you know, obviously there's a little less pressure to get it right if you're going to sell in 10 years. But regardless, you still want to get the most value for your property as you can.
0: Always. Yes. (laughs) All right. So I, I have a question. I'm kind of curious and I hope I'm not getting too Personal or anything, but after, I think most people know how real estate works. So after the closing, real estate agents, realtors get paid. Correct. And when people call you up and ask for advice and um, use your expertise Mm -hmm. and your years and years in the, the business, how does that fit into
1: your business plan? I guess you're not getting paid for that. Right. you know, It all goes back to, and that's, that's real estate, you know, and ultimately it's about building relationships, uh, having that expertise so that people do call you, regardless of whether you get paid on it, you know, initially or not. Um, you know, we pride ourselves on being valuable. You know, we don't, we're, we're not just in this to write contracts and, and pick up commission checks. Um, it goes deeper than that. You know, we've been doing this, John and I, collectively for over 20 years now um, and so it's it's taken a long time to find to identify properties to be able to find value to know areas to 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 develop relationships with lenders to v- develop relationships with subcontractors uh, and contractors and builders and so when when somebody asks me for a lender you know that that goes back years of developing relationships and finding you know which lenders you know who, who, who they need for specifically what they need um, if they, Whether they're building a house Or buying a piece of land Or doing a rehab Or buying retail um, It saves people a lot of time from having to call lender and bank and lender to figure out who's going to be best for what they're looking for. So, you know, a lot of this, a lot of this when you're getting calls and people are asking you questions, you know, for the most part, a lot of these things we don't get paid for. Now on the flip side, if you're working with investors and, you know, and they are looking to list the property. You know, we we really try to harp on relationships, uh, building strong relationships with investors because, as you said, Greg, we don't get paid. You know, finding somebody a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollar property that's got a you know hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollar margin after a seventy five thousand dollar rehab. You know, we're not making a ton of money by selling them that $150,000 house. And so there is a relationship there. There needs to be a strong relationship to where, you know, we know we're not doing all this legwork and, you know, finding them a property with, with the kind of margins that we're finding, uh, putting them on the property, they do the rehab and then find, you know, the next broker in town who will sell the property at a a lower commission or or a cut, you know, so we, we want to make sure that folks know our value, recognize our value, um, and see that value so that when it does come time to sell, when they've got the 350 or the 600,000 or the $2 million, you know, property, we're getting the listing. And, And that's where, you know, that's, that's what makes all the time and, um, value-add worth it at the end um, you know we're not getting paid necessarily throughout the the middle of the process we, we find them the house we sell it we make a little bit um, and then and then throughout that time period from when they buy and they're rehabbing the property you know we're involved quite a bit and that's not necessarily time that we're getting paid for but ultimately the goal is to get the listing at the end you know and then sell that property
0: so you're during that time you're actually earning The listing right you're earning and and
1: demonstrating the the
0: value add so I've always thought it was funny when people say oh you got that listing or um, it's like well you know I've been working on it for a year and a half or um, I earned uh, the the trust and the commitment from the client and that sounds exactly like what you're saying is there's a lot of time and effort spent exactly uh, providing value so thanks so much for coming in today and talking about um, well, I guess we talked about a lot of stuff, rehab and remodel and purchasing and a uh, value add, but uh, look forward to the next episode.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Greg. Thanks for having me.